0: Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. I did it all for the first time. Made a mistake, but I mine. I broke it on one time. Well, I did it
1: on my way. Fixed it on a front line the pain. You're listening to Glory Nanny 3.9 FM. Sounds in the background of Kiara shared. featuring Missy Elliott. This song is called Please Don't Judge Me. It's 11 minutes gone by the... Sorry, it's 56 minutes (laughs) gone by the 11 o'clock hour, y'all. And it's a Monday morning, so that means it's girl talk time. It's girl talk, it's girl talk, (laughs) it's girl talk time. I'm always excited for Mondays. Listen to me. Can I tell you how I'm always excited for Mondays? Monday is like... I don't know, it's like my favorite day now. I don't even know how I got here because Monday used to be a dreaded day. But I'm grateful to God for this day, grateful to God for the new mercies that he's extended to us in this day. And listen, I am so elated. I have this wonderful lady who's gonna be joining me for Girl Talk today. But before I introduce you to her, I just wanna say that I miss Atalia so much. Um, and um, But I'm so happy. I am so happy that I believe Please, Atalia, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Eye Candy is officially open today. I think they officially are open today after this long time being under lockdown, being under quarantine. So, ladies, listen, if you need to get your little beat down, you need to get, you know, those brows together, whatever you got going on make your way to eye candy makeup store. That's my little plug for eye candy makeup store. Now, listen, by recommendation by Atalia, I have this lovely, lovely woman of God joining me today on girl talk. I know her as Tamalia Hancho, but now she's Mrs. Gibson. (laughs) (laughs) She's Mrs. Gibson. And she just had a little one. Um, she's written, she's written, she's an author, um, she's a motivational speaker. She's a doctor. Let me make sure I get that right. Dr. T- <laughs> Tamalia Gibson, Hansel Gibson. I don't know how you how you use it, but I'm just so excited to have Tamalia joining me today. Tamalia, how are you? I am doing great. It's so good to be here. I'm so excited for Girl Talk. I love Girl Talks. Right. Uh, let me make sure I get this right. Oh, here we go. Tamalia, how are
2: you? I'm doing great, I'm excited to be here with you. I'm gonna have a good time.
1: Listen, listen, we are going to have an awesome time today. Thank you so much for agreeing to, to be a part of this conversation today. I, I'll tell you this, I have, been, I have been going on a journey in my personal life to Malia and one of the things that um, I've learned as a believer is that um, I believe we have a responsibility to make sure that people know truth. I believe that's Mm -hmm. one of our, our responsibilities as believers, but not only that, I have made it my goal, my intention to be my sister's keeper Yes. or that as women, we are not only holding one another accountable, but that we have each other's back. I think so, so often as women, we, we are very, very good at being catty and pulling one Mm -hmm. another down. And um, it's almost within our nature sometimes to be that way, to be judgmental, sometimes just mm-hmm. not to be supportive. And so one of the goals behind Girl Talk and what we do is just to, to be able to, to lift our sisters up. Um, if we lift some brothers up in there at the same time, too, that's wonderful. But this is really about us girls having a conversation. And today our conversation is, is going to be how how do we navigate um, life after trauma, after trials, after difficulty, after we've lost um, someone or something, after situations and circumstances in our lives have kind of gone left and, and we're left with the pieces of our lives and trying to put it back together. How do we navigate through through that process? And so Tamaya is the perfect person for us to have this conversation with, I'm telling you guys. when you hear this woman's story you you will be convinced you will be convinced (laughs) that she's the perfect person to talk to about this and so um I just want to tell you a little bit of what we talked about last week is oh man listen to me Tamaya it was crazy can I tell you the last two weeks um our uh our show topic which we got rebuked for which I'm glad we got delivered delivered. Uh but so our show to- topic was it's a man shortage that's, mm. that's what about. oh my goodness yeah, no it was it was real we actually had um week before last we actually had um two men who called in on the show so mm-hmm. that was- Oh, um, I love it when men call in. I know, right? And they, yeah. gave, they gave their opinions. One of them happened to be my pastor, Bishop Rowe, And what he had to say was just so profound. There was another gentleman who called in. Um, a lady, she shared her story about she, how she was working in ministry and and um never got married and then she had fibroids and then she had to have a hysterectomy, wasn't able to have children and still not oh, married. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. And then last week we had a conversation with our girl, Pastor Monica Haskell. Oh, she- I love her. I love them <laughs> And she freed us and rebuked us last week and told us if we are around declaring that it's a man shortage, surely it will be a man shortage. Right. Uh, the Bible says we shall have whatsoever we say. And she basically took us through the ABCs of faith and applied yes. our life and relationships, our goals that we set. And so that's kind of how we talked. We talked last week and, and we were mm-hmm. really, really able to have our faith built up in this area of our lives. And now I want to talk to those women who are trying to navigate life. Now, here's our reality, Tamalia. We are living in a time now where everybody is trying to put the pieces of their life back together. Yes, Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Pandemic thing has just literally like obliterated everything that we knew to be normal. Yes, and, um, I was reflecting with some of my some of my voice students who graduated from high school this year, and I was I was sorry for them. I'm not pitying, mm-hmm. them, but I felt so sorry for them because they yeah. started with Hurricane Dorian and they ended off the school year. That's with a lot. <laughs> a pandemic. That's a lot, really. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh! Like, what a year! Like, to see how some of them have triumphed through it—it's amazing." Mm -hmm. Uh, But so many of us women—we're trying to—we're trying to figure out life. We're trying to figure out what to do, like what—what to do. What do we? I know. (laughs) Like, no one has the answers because no No. one, no one who's living and breathing and alive right now, who can speak and have a conversation, can tell us how to navigate through a pandemic because no. no with. we've never experienced it never and so we're trying to balance so many things we're trying to balance relationships we're trying to balance family we're trying to ba- balance like okay some of us we have lost our jobs so we're trying to find income some way somehow we're trying to sustain ourselves trying to sustain our homes we're trying to keep a sound mind we're trying yes. to minds. Um, making sure that, you know, we're, we, we live at peace with one another, you know, cause it's a, it's a dreadful thing to, to be in, in the house with a quarrelsome woman. That's oh my I Lord. <laughs> <what I> <laughs> yeah, that ain't nothing nobody want. <laughs> it's a dreadful thing to be in the house with a quarrelsome woman. My God, I listened to that today. And, um, it's, Samaya, this, this, this whole, this whole situation, um, would have come into our lives when some of us were actually in some serious mess. Yeah. And this is this is the thing that I believe um, is a plan of the enemy. This, the pandemic. I'm not saying that it came from the devil, but I'm saying I know that he used it. I know he used mm-hmm. it. For some of us, we were so focused, so panicked, so fearful in reference to this pandemic. There are situations and circumstances in our lives that we we put underneath the rug, we pushed aside stuff that we were dealing with. That yeah. we have to deal with it got pushed aside yeah and that's what happens in trauma
2: in right. a, a scary time you just feel, you're trying to survive and make it that's through it. and yeah. so
1: you know we ended up pushing things aside and and um and so now that we're sort of kind of getting back to normal because normal is whatever that's how I feel like
0: yeah. whatever
1: we're trying we're trying now to you know kind of figure things out and and um, how, how are you, how are you navigating through this time Tamalia? How, how is it? How's it working for you? Especially being a new mother. Like, I yeah,
2: Well, cannot- it's been very interesting. First of all, my husband and I have a tour company. Uh-huh. So called Marvelous Tours. So literally right off the bat, all of our income ran away. Wow. All of a sudden, just wow. there, there are no tourists. We right. can't do our, our, our work anymore. So literally... Right. All money gone. And then um, being pregnant and going to doctor visits. And it's just interesting because now when, um, once the pandemic started and, you know, people were on high alert, then he couldn't go into doctor's visits and stuff like that. And then I found out that he couldn't even be in the delivery room. Oh
0: my God.
2: So I was like, oh Lord, because I had a C-section. But um, overall, it's we made it through. So that's the thing about when you're in a crisis situation, people don't realize how resilient they are. You know, we don't realize how much we can handle until we're thrown into it. Yes. And literally all I could say was I prayed, mm-hmm. I worshiped and I used my support system to make it through because already just going through a, a, a major surgery like C-section, that's already like, oh my goodness. And when I talk to you guys about my history, you understand it a bit more, but um, God is faithful and I haven't missed a meal even though we don't have income I'm still eating my baby's still eating my husband's still eating so (laughs) God is faithful and when we take the time to realize that in the midst of everything that's going on and going wrong we still have a lot to be grateful for
1: yes yes we do we really do so we can't we cannot posture ourselves in a place of ingratitude I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day. And I said to her, I was like, you have so much to be grateful for so much to be thankful. Yeah. And, um, I I'll tell you this, I like you, there have been some major adjustments in my life. Um, uh, while I still, I still thank God that my main source of income is here. I lost the other streams that I had because they required person to person contact. Right. Yeah. And so it, it was a huge adjustment for me. And, um, I don't know. I just, I watched God take care of it. I watched God take mm-hmm. care of it. And, um, and to be honest with you, I, I don't think the pandemic really started to bother me until like now, mm-hmm. like, until like now, like, what now, do you think bothers right? you now about it now? Because it's the, it's this awkward place. Um, I'll mm-hmm. just tell you a little, like a brief story about me, Tamalia. It was about uh, this, like, Oh man, I think this was like twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, it was twenty seventeen. I um I'd been having migraines for years. Probably oh eight years old. And um I just got to the place where I just was absolutely fed up with them. I just mm-hmm. like it was paralyzing my life. So went to see a doctor and um did all these scans and stuff. Um, got the like the scare of my life because I did a, a CT scan. They found this like mass um, behind my left ear. And I was like, oh gosh, I have to have mm. surgery. Went to see this neurosurgeon and he was talking about, you know, having to cut into my brain and all this stuff. And oh, then he goodness. was
0: suggesting
1: um, all these procedures and stuff like that. So I had to do an MRI. Went to do this MRI. Um, found out that it wasn't a, a tumor. Thank God. Thank um, God. I had, scar, I had some scar tissue they are from where I had ear infections as a child, but that did not take care of the source of the, of the migraines. And so the recommendation by the doctor was that I needed to reduce the pressure in my brain. Hmm. So they did a spinal tap. They took some of the brain fluid out of my body. And as a result of brain fluid being taken out of my body, um, your, your brain literally floats in your skull in brain fluid. So if the brain mm-hmm. fluid is in there, it means that your brain actually touches your skull. Right. Mm-hmm. So I spent about three and a half months laying down flat on my back. Tamalia could not move.
2: Oh, my goodness. But- That's it a lot.
1: Because it took a very long time for that brain fluid to build back up.
2: listen I'm just sitting here listening to you and I'm like looking at you and I'm like you do not look like what you've been through literally I would have never guessed
1: so when I tell you that my life came to a screeching halt Jesus I think this is the first time that I've actually talked about this like like really really talked about it I'm sure but I lay I was in bed like I couldn't sit up sitting up eventually was it was painful for me to sit up because when, when I sit up, that means that the, that my brain was no longer allowed to rest in the fluid so like mm. and it was sending off like these electric shocks through my whole body and so I'd feel pain everywhere I couldn't even take care of myself i couldn't i couldn't I couldn't take care of myself Wow oh and that's so
2: God. hard when you're so used to taking care of yourself
1: had to be cared for when i went to the doctors i couldn't sit down to wait to see the doctor i had to stand up so it was either lay down flat or stand up straight i could Mm -hmm. not and it was one of the most painful experiences i ever went through and Somalia, my entire life came to a screeching halt for three three, like i said three and a half months i couldn't do anything yeah that's a long time I would go to church because I needed to go to church and I'd like force yeah. myself to go to church. Like I would, I, it would take me like five, six hours to get dressed just to go to church. I would wow. sit up at church for an hour and then I would end up having to lay in the back of the church, like tears, like just wow. in pain, so oh frustrated and couldn't understand why I was going through what I was going through. And, um, and I remember one Sunday morning, my pastor said to me, um, he was actually on the microphone. This was one of those Sundays where I ended up at the back of the church again, laying down flat on my back. And I had no words. It was just tears draining down my, uh, my face. And he started to sing this funeral song, the song that we sing to funerals all the time Father, along we'll know all about it. Father, mm. understand why. Yes. And I will tell you this I had no clue what the point of that whole thing was until COVID 19 came. Mm. I, I did not see why I had to go through that. That was something that me and God was still griping with. Like right. why go through this? Keep in mind that, like, about a no, actually a year after that, I had to have a gallbladder surgery. So I was down again for like another month and a half, right? Oh. So when COVID-19 came around, and everybody was like, oh, I need to get out the house and I just can't deal with this, and Ooh. I'm just like, I, I, like I need to see people like Tamalia, I had been like trained for this. You were prepared for it. I was ready. Oh my God. I got to be home for three months. Not a big deal. Oh, we're going into another Uh-oh. month. I got this. I'm good. I'm fine. Wow. I'm good. Like honestly, from day yeah. one, I was good. I wasn't what you've been through. Like... I, I was a little bothered by the fact that I had less money, but to be uh-huh. honest, with you, I was good. I was right. good. I was like, I could do this. I could be home. This is not bothering me. I could not do the things that I love to do. I could not hang out. I could not go out. I could not perform. I could not sing. I could not teach. I could, like, I'm good. Yeah. I can navigate through this. I've been through worse. Mm-hmm. I went through this having to disconnect from my life not do whatever i wanted to do and actually be in pain at the same time so the fact that i get to do this pain free this is awesome right right, right. no doctor's bills like you know put things in perspective exactly no service yeah. bills this and that or whatever so i like i'm good but i found myself to my i found myself these past three weeks saying like okay like something be normal now mm. Mm-hmm. Because the truth of the matter is, when I came out of those situations, I stepped back into a a a place of normalcy. Yeah, yeah. That were, were different about my life, but right. I stepped back into a. Sister- you had a baseline to go back to. Yes, like there was something to look forward to. There was like a yeah. goal set in front of me to say, well, you know, when this is all over, I get to go back to what mm-hmm. I need to be. the greatness that is my life because I truly do love my life. But mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at life now. And I, um, I'm, I imagine that so many of us are in this place. We're looking at our lives now and we're like, so what do we get excited about?
2: Yeah, there's so much unknown now. Yes. And, and I wanna speak to that because a lot of times when there's unknown, fear creeps in, yes. anxiety yes. creeps in. Like, oh my God, like there are people listening right now who've lost their jobs, all of their income. You know, there are people who don't know where their next meal is coming from. You would be surprised how many people are hurting and in need. But I just wanna encourage people, just hang in there. Don't yeah. let go, don't give up. And this is where faith really comes in. This yeah. is where faith really, really comes in. For me personally, like I said, we lost all of our income.
0: Yeah.
2: But my, my thinking is, my eyes are on you, God. My yeah. company, our company was not our provider.
0: No. We
2: thought it was you know, a source, but literally he is the source. The he is one. the source. So. God will touch people's hearts to bless you. In this season, people have just, even all the way from Alaska, just out there to send money. I'm like, what? But God will take care of you if people don't remember anything I say.
0: I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories.
2: I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed.
0: New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Remember that God will take care of you. He takes care of everything related to all of your needs, all of your concerns, all of your anxieties. If you would just lay them at his feet, if you would just rest in knowing that God got this. And I have to tell myself that all the time, especially, you know, let me, let me go back to single Yes. being single. Oh my. And Mm -hmm. I had different relationships and you know, everyone, I thought, okay, this is the one I'm going to marry him. I already thinking about the wedding and, you know, like finally, this is my time. I watching other people get married and engaged looking through Facebook and all you're seeing is people getting engaged and I'm like, okay, God, this, this, this must be my time now. Right. And then things don't go the way I plan. Going back it. to like how things are right now, things are not going the way we planned. Listen. But God still has a plan. I can remember crying so much after breakups. This mm. one in particular, um, I cried. I mean, I just cried my heart out. I cried my eyes out. I felt like, how will I ever make it through this? Yes. Jeez. And I can remember, especially when I got, when I hit past 30, that's when the quest, the questions really increased. Well, when you're going to get married to Mali, what's wrong with you? Something must be really wrong with you. Why are you in married yet? You, <laughs> you can, I see you shaking your head. You get those questions too? <laughs> you preaching to the choir. You are preaching to the <laughs> <laughs> and that used to annoy me so much. It is, And literally point. that's one of the reasons why I wrote my book okay. because I was going through so many frustrations, Serena secrets, confessions of a single lady. Mm-hmm. I was going through so many frustrations by myself mm-hmm. and I felt like, you know what, if I'm going through this, chances are other single people are going through this too. So let me just write about it. Let me see if it can help someone else to know that you're not alone and this is how we can make it through this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Past 30, turn, I remember November, 2016. I don't know if you ever been in this state, but I was in a state where I was just tired. I was like, I'm tired of trifling. I don't want trifling no more. My walls are, are now up. I don't, I don't have time. I'm already past 30. I don't have time for foolishness, okay? And I told God, but I didn't like the way my heart was. Um, because my heart became so guarded. I'm like, even if someone comes in my life right now, not, I ain't trying to hear it. Not, because I've already been traumatized yes, from past relationships.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
2: And I can remember crying out to God about that. That was November 2016. I didn't know the next month I would meet my husband. Oh. The next month. So randomly too. I met him. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is I met him in a restaurant that's very popular um, in the social media right now. I ain't going to call no name, but that's the place where I met him. Okay. (laughs) That's the place where I met him. And I wasn't tuning in, you know. I was busy trying to just deal with my business and everything. But something happened that helped me to let my walls down. Okay. And it was something very unexpected. I was with him one time. He was dropping me home. And I heard the door open, my door open. So I'm thinking, now, you know, this probably just someone playing with me. Someone opened the door. Then I heard his door open. When I looked up, I saw a gun in my face. Wow. When I looked over to his side, I saw a gun in his face. And they're shouting stuff like, get out the cars, shouting cuss words, give me all your money, I want everything. Right. And literally, I literally was waiting because the gun was cl- so close to me. I was literally waiting for the impact. I was like, is he? Is this how I'm going to go out? Like, is he about to shoot me? Oh, I kidding. took my purse and I just threw every. I gave him the whole purse, everything. I'm like, because your life is more valuable than things. Nice. I gave him everything. And I think, first of all, I was trauma- traumatizing. Definitely. Definitely. After that, everywhere I went, I was on edge. I'm like looking at people like, you know, does this person have a gun? Even at restaurants, I'm walking, watching everyone that walked in and it was difficult. And as a psychologist, I knew what to expect, right? Like I knew that this is what happens after trauma, but I'm like, I don't want to stay here. Go through it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to stay here. But yeah. having that experience with him, that trauma, it helped me to let my walls down because <laughs> he was so nice and caring. He was so supportive and I felt like, wow, this guy. And I, I wasn't tuning into him before this, but I'm like, he actually is a nice
1: guy. He was so sweet. Wow. That's so, cool. <laughs> so that's how we met. Wow. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. I'll tell you, Tamalia, I, you know, I've been very guarded with how much of my business I put out, you know, because people can't handle it. They, they can't handle the real truth. I know. all the time. Um, But I'll tell you this you talked about being fed up and, and, and dealing with breakups and and dealing with failed relationships. And I'm about, I don't know, a couple of months now. I don't even know. I don't even know the timeframe. I just, I don't know. You know, when you're, when you're coming out of a failed relationship the time, just like, you don't even know. Yeah. You can't even mark it. Mm -mm. Uh, Especially when it's just pain afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um. And um, I cracked a joke. I cracked a joke. Um, the last time I had a speaking engagement, I was at the prison, I was a ladies' prison. This is before COVID mm-hmm. 19. I was telling them, I was like, you know, I, I enjoy coming here every month to you ladies. I was like, but I was almost sitting in here with y'all. Mm-hmm. That's real. I was like, it could be any one of us. The only thing that stopped me from coming and sitting in here with y'all is the fact that I come to Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all like on a monthly basis. I had to to think about the fact that like, oh, no, I can't go in there sitting down (laughs) in stripes. Right. Very women that, that I, you know, that I minister, get to minister to every month. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. no, you can't run them over with the car. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You self-talk cannot... it's important <laughs> <I had> to... <laughs> don't do it you know I had to have a conversation with myself yeah hey Marisha you going need to get it together you right. will need to get it together and to Maya, it got worse after that and and um without without exposing myself completely but you know things ended I was grateful that it ended but then when someone comes to you with the real truth of what really went down and like there's full exposure and now you really understand what's going down, it was just like,
0: yeah.
1: um, I discovered that everything was a lie, that nothing wow. was Wow. Nothing was true. Oh nothing my God. About it was true. And that I spent an entire year of my life with someone lying mm. to me every day. Mm. That's hurtful. That is hurtful. Every day. Confronted them and they still lied Mm. Mm -mm. and I was just like Jesus how do I how do I come back from this Mm -hmm. how do I like what what is normal for me now like can I can I tell you that it was so crazy to Maya I was just I was having this conversation with God and, and I'll tell you the truth I was in tears talking to God this morning because I said I said to God I said I depended on this person mm-hmm. because I am who I am. I, I, I don't know how to be anybody else but me. I can't understand anybody else's perspective, but my own. I can empathize and sympathize, but I live in my body.
0: Right. So
1: for me, this, this person, believe it or not, they validated what I did in ministry. Mm. This is going to sound crazy, but they, yeah. did. they validated what I did in ministry. It's the mm. one thing, the one thing that I needed and mm-hmm. what i was doing a lot of times people see you as a strong person and mm-hmm. they think that you're good they don't think that they need to tell you that you did a encourage good you they don't think that they need that you need encouragement at all they yeah they, they just think wow she knows she's doing she right knows going on she knows that she's amazing when right. the matter is for someone like me i i often second guess every move i make yeah um, i wonder god did i hear you correctly did i hear mm-hmm. you clearly Did I, did I do what you wanted to, you know, wanted to do in that moment? God, is this you Mm -hmm. or is this me? Right. Uh, Father, did I, I really hear you? God, were people, Mm -hmm. people's lives actually impacted? Were they drawn to you or were they, I don't want to miss you. Mm -hmm. You know, am I wasting my time with this? All these things that can happen. Yeah. You set goals and when you're being intentional. And so what he was for me was the, you're doing good. Mm -hmm. The way that you the way that you are intentional about the things of god the way that you're living your life like mm-hmm. it's, it's incredible it's remarkable it's admirable like mm-hmm. that's what he was for me so here's the thing now that i discovered that everything about what you said to me was a lie uh,
2: oh my i see where this is going
1: mm. don't believe it don't believe no. I- oh so now I'm trying to figure yeah. out like the stuff that you validated and referenced to me, was that a lie to him? No. And I, I know that's where you were
2: going. I, I know. See, because the devil is so tricky, man. He's so tricky. Like, and it's so interesting. Just on a, on a personal note, as I was preparing for this, this morning, I was thinking about you, you and I have never had a conversation, but I was thinking like, boy, I really love her ministry. Like I love hearing her sing. Like, like literally I was thinking like, she has the voice of an angel. Wow,
1: wow!
2: And you've never, you've never had a conversation with me. I've only seen you in passing. Only but that so you would be surprised. I said it to say you'd be surprised the amount of people that yeah. secretly admire you. Wow. That look like, like wow, like and one. That's one of the things actually. My best friend and I have actually spoken about you and all like. She has such an amazing voice. My best friend is a singer as well. She's like, Your, your voice is so awesome. It's so beautiful. So and nice. I think when you've had a bad relationship, it can make you question yourself. Because mm-hmm. I've been there. I've mm-hmm. completely been there. Like, is there something wrong with me? Why do I keep going through yes. this type of thing, this type of relationship? Is there something wrong with me? Am I drawing this? Exactly. And- <laughs> is this what I <laughs> attract? Is this what I attract? And that's a good question to ask because I find that, I found for me personally that I was kind of drawing the same, similar type of thing, you know, in terms of like, um, because I like to help. I love to help. I love to help whoever I'm in a relationship with. I love to give. I like to support. Yeah. And I never want them to feel intimidated by me. And that's something that I had dealt with in past relationships where two letters, D-R in front of your name, and people found that intimidating. And I'm like, why? Like, that's, uh, that's not just important to me.
0: <laughs> just huh?
2: just you just worked yeah. hard. That's all. Yeah, yeah. It's not, that's not who I am. I'm still yeah. a regular girl. Like, I just want you to love me and treat me well, you know? But yes. all of those things, I, it, it really turns out for good. Because when I look back on all the things I went through as a single person, and the pain and i'm like why am i going through this i would call my mom in the middle of the night like mommy you awake i know she ain't awake <laughs> mommy you awake you can talk to me and she would I'd always wake up ready. and talk to me encourage me pray for me but when you're in it it feels like you'll never get out but you do get out and yeah. it's so worth it when i look at my husband like the love that he has for me, the support he has for me—he's looking around the house to make sure he found the thing to put my phone on, because you know I would be on the radio today. Like oh. just different things like that I didn't yeah. have before. But yeah. it's when you realize your worth, and yeah. you realize that I can't settle for less than what I deserve. You deserve to have a man that will treasure you like the queen that you are. Yes, and every yes. listener deserves that.
1: Yes, everyone. we
2: deserve that. And when until we realize that I deserve to be loved i deserve to be treasured we'll continue to be in relationships where we are not treasured and i've been there
1: tell you i got the t-shirt the sign the hat sure <laughs> what <are> you telling <laughs> i will i'll tell you this um i said this i said this i think i can't remember how many shows ago but what my faith has been renewed in such a beautiful way um during this process, during this journey, um, it was something that Pastor Aquino actually preached on one of these COVID mornings, because, you know, we we in COVID now, so we watching everybody church, right? Right. (laughs) So um, one of the things that Pastor Rikino said um, that just, I mean, it just absolutely like lifted me. He talked about um, this passage of scripture in Hebrews, and he talks about God upholding the universe with the power of his word. And that everything, everything in the universe is subject to the power of God's word.
0: Mm-hmm. And um,
1: it's what I've been holding on to. Because a yeah. lot of times we could get caught up in our human experience mm-hmm. and we could start to get full of ourselves and we could start to get prideful and we could believe that we actually are in control. You know, but mm-hmm. also believe That's that it. other persons are in control. So yeah. the fact that, you know, we could look at our surroundings, especially women who are in church, women who are single. Or Mm -hmm. women who are just, you know, you know, just looking at at the man around and be like, "Mm, (laughs) no, right, moving right along, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like we're looking around and and we're not seeing the evidence of what it is that we expect from God, not even just in our relationships, like sometimes in our businesses, like in the things Mm -hmm. that we're looking toward, you know, um, we look around sometimes and we're just like, God, I don't see this thing that you Mm -hmm. said. Um, Yeah, no, I don't see it. I don't Mm -hmm. see it. And I was just, I was so encouraged. I was so lifted by it because I recognized that I could try to manipulate things and twist things and push and mm. pull and whatever it is. And I could hope as much as I want, but the truth of the matter is the God of the universe, He's holding everything together with the power of His Word. Yes. If he said something. If he said something, he's not like a man that he should lie. No, mm. not like us. He doesn't say things and then take them back. He doesn't right. say things because he wants to be heard. Right. Um, he doesn't say things and and his character not fall in line. Yeah. Um, the actions, they, they they actually are birthed from his words. His actions toward us are birthed from his words. Yeah. And so I was just so encouraged by that because I was like, God, if you could make a, a beautiful, mosaic out of the mess that is my life that means Mm -hmm. that there is there is definitely some truth that I can hold on to and that was the beginning place for me the beginning place for me was there's a truth that I can hold on to but um I'll say this to you I I have I have learned to truly trust God and him alone Mm. I'm an extrovert so I have a tendency to need people a lot. I need to be around mm-hmm. people. People, people fuel me. So, you know, like yeah. I need to be I need that yeah. energy. COVID mm-hmm. took that away from me too. Oh, yeah, that's hard. So yeah. I've, I've had to take this journey by myself in isolation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I said to God, I said, God, I I didn't even think I could make it through this. I didn't even think I could push through this. I could press through this. You are keeping me. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. Um, and one of the things that um, I want us to to kind of transition to, because I'm learning now, I'm learning that um, life just, life, um, I can't say what I usually would say on the radio, because it's not <laughs> a
0: <good
1: thing>. um, <laughs> correct, uh, statement. So I'm just going to say that um, life is not fair. That's not what I want to say. I have a term for it. That I mm. you off air okay but, off i I'll,
2: I'll wait for that <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a, term for it. but um, life is not fair. let me tell you why why i like i just oh gosh, life is so not fair um two thousand and fifteen tomorrow, I'll never forget it, two thousand and fourteen, I buried my uncle, we buried my uncle it was it was a weird like tragic loss, it was like very, mm. weird. and sorry to hear that yeah, so that was like the end of two thousand fourteen. Coming into January of twenty fifteen, his daughter, the my cousin who I was closest to, she commits suicide. Hustle. Oh, wow,
2: that's Oh, that's
1: a lot. That's painful. Uh, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. That's painful. You know, wait, wait. I I haven't even caught myself from sorry, excuse me. Wait a minute. Hold on, life. Hold no. on. I did not get the opportunity to catch myself from yes. the last bit of trauma I went through. Come on, right, man. right. A little
0: break here, you know,
1: like just let me mm-hmm. give me just, let me breathe a little bit. Can we just yeah give me a month where nobody mm-hmm. dies? Like right. you know, my car doesn't get broken into. Like something like, can we just can we chill mm-hmm. out for a second? Yeah, and um. I know that, you know, this, I know that, you know, Tamaya, what it's like to come to a place of victory and where you finally feel like you could breathe mm-hmm. like, whoo, yes. Yeah. Married. Great. Talk about your journey, you know, to now having your beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bundle of joy. Sure. And a little bit how, you know, you got married and then some stuff happened after that.
2: Yeah. So June 3rd, I got married and it was, I was so excited. We had a beautiful wedding and not long after we got married, we got pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I can remember telling our parents, like, and my dad, he he was elated. He popped out the apple cider. We did a (laughs) toast. He said he spoke to his baby, his grandbaby, and we were just like, Uh couldn't wait. Very excited about our new baby and the family. And then what happened was one night in the middle of the night, I got up. I didn't think anything was wrong.
0: Oh, what's this? Zenny's 3D virtual try-on. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices, get them all. I like where this is going. Zenni.com. Prescription glasses starting at six ninety five.
2: But when I got up, I realized that I was bleeding. Mm. And so I woke my husband up and I'm like, listen, this is what's happening. We made an appointment with the doctor the next day. But still, staying positive and, you know just believing that God has us and everything's going to be okay. So he we went into the doctor and the doctor checked me out and everything. And what he said, I could see in his face that he, there was something wrong. You yes. know, you know, you could look in people's face and be like, this ain't good news. Yes. And he basically told us that uh, we had lost the baby, that, that I had had a miscarriage. And I could tell you in that moment, it's like the world just stood still because that was nothing that it never even was in the back of my head that you know you celebrating this baby this baby is not going to make it you know like I never thought that I would ever have a miscarriage like I've heard about it but I just never you know sometimes you hear things and you like that one I I never thought it would be my story so it was very painful to say the least I mean I cried so much because I already in my head had this picture of this baby whatever gender This Mm -hmm. baby that I would love, that I would take Mm -hmm. care of, that would be a part of our family. Mm -hmm. And so the next couple of weeks, especially, was very hard, was very painful. Wow. But I got pregnant again um, within a couple of months. Now, this time I was like, I started crying. And it wasn't tears of joy. I was like, no, <laughs> I just went through what I went through. Like, I don't want to go through this again. You know, fear started to creep in and I was petrified. And then I said, you know what, God, I can't live my life worried and fearful about what's going to happen to me, what's going to happen to the baby. Mm-hmm. And I released it. And then we just started celebrating again. We started, hey, to up the baby, it's so exciting. And then, um, I had another miscarriage. Mm. Now this second miscarriage was followed by a period of time. You know, you talked about being home. This was the one that was like the most difficult for me because, oh, wow. um, I found out that I had fibroids oh, wow. and the fibroid one in particular was so huge that it was causing me to have miscarriages. And so the doctor was like, "Listen, you're not gonna be able to carry a baby full term um, until unless you have a surgery. So we're gonna have to remove these fibroids for you to be able to have a successful surgery. So for you to have a successful pregnancy. And my husband and I talked about it. We prayed about it, and just didn't have peace about it. You know, just didn't have peace about me doing the surgery. Now I'm not telling people don't do the surgery. What I'm saying is you pray." Yes. And you ask God, what is it that I need to do?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because someone else might have had the surgery and it'd be fine. Who knows if I had the surgery, something might've happened. Yeah. Um, so, but after that, what happened was the fibroid started to degenerate. And what that means is it just started to break into pieces on internally, which was extreme pain. Like people say it's worse than childbirth labor. It wow. was the most painful thing I'd ever been through physically and I had to be in bed. In fact, even on our anniversary, I was in bed for weeks, for weeks and weeks and weeks in bed in excruciating pain, just screaming out in pain the whole time, going through this process. And I bled so much. The doctor was like really concerned. He was like, I need to put you in the hospital. But I was like, I don't wanna go in a hospital. Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna ride this out, trust God. And I told my husband, I said, listen, I'm going to cry. Don't think I'm crazy or something wrong with me. Like this is just allow me to grieve, allow me to let out how I feel. And like sometimes, especially as women, like we go through things and we feel like we have to be quote unquote superwoman and we can't show that we're hurting. We we can't show that, you know, we need support or whatever it is. The case may be. Ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve. Yeah. We went through that grieving process and got pregnant the third time. So this time, of course, we're like, okay, all right. This time, we know it's going to happen this time. You know, third
1: time.
2: Yeah. We are going to have our baby. And the third time, once again, I had a miscarriage. Somalia girl. Yes. And so I'm asking God, like, God, are you mad with me? Like, why I I saved myself for marriage. I was a virgin when I got married. So, So I go wait 32 years to give myself to my husband, get pregnant three times. And I had three miscarriages by my first year of marriage. Jesus. So when we're supposed to be celebrating, I'm in pain, crying. Emotional, like mm. why? And at the same time, you know, you know, you know, Bahamians, right? Yeah. Can you go know. have a baby? Can y'all go have a baby? What y'all waiting on? You know, you oh, and young
1: What to what say?
2: On? Gosh, man. And people don't... were asking me that. Marisha, people were asking me that right when I was going through a miscarriage and not knowing because they didn't know what was going on with me internally at that very moment. I was miscarrying, and oh, gosh, I can remember last year I didn't want to go to church on mother's day mm. last year I was in so much pain I was like I was like I'm not going to church on mother's day because I don't want to have to deal with oh should we give you a gift because you ain't a mother oh, I, you, you, I mean you next year for you maybe next year you'll have a baby mm. I don't want to deal with that
0: because
2: <laughs> right, right. I was so much in pain but let me tell you something how god is a keeper god is such a keeper and sometimes we go through things that we don't understand why we're going through and i, I had to change my question why me to why not me because mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is if god allowed me to go through this that means he has a purpose and a plan because yeah. he's not a god that's purposeless he's everything okay. every pain every tear that i cried everything that i went through was to prepare me to be able to encourage someone it was to prepare me to bring glory to god to encourage someone that no matter how hard it seems no matter how impossible the doctors told me it was impossible but whose report will you believe and 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 going back to the man thing there's no men shortage when you trust in god Because I was at an age where it may seem like, oh, gee, am I going to find someone at this age, you know? But when you put your trust in God, God blows your mind. And it may not happen in your timing, because I thought that by my first year, I might have had a baby, but God's timing is so perfect. Fast forward, I got pregnant again. And it's so interesting because... The pregnancy, I found out I was pregnant a week before I released my second book, which was The Power of Peace. Okay. And that book, I actually talk about my journey of going through miscarriages and how I was able to find peace in the midst of it. So I'm at my launch party. No one knows I'm pregnant, except my husband. Right. I'm at my launch party celebrating everything. And, you know, when... When you've been through so much of the same thing, the devil could play tricks on your mind and make you doubt. Like, well, I've been through all these bad relationships before, this one will be the same way. Yeah. i didn't been through all these miscarriages before, I'm gonna lose this baby too. Yeah. And if you're not careful, if you don't cast down every negative thought, if you don't speak the word over your life, you will live your life in complete fear. You will think that every good thing is going to end. You won't be able to celebrate the things that God is doing in your life or that he's about to do in your life. Wow. So I got to a place where I was like, oh, I got a little like nervous. Like, oh, someone someone at church accidentally punched my stomach. He, was, he didn't mean to do it, but like he was got, got excited and went straight to my stomach. Oh my God, like, is this going to cause me to have a miscarriage? Okay. You know, am I going to lose the baby now? You know, oh. And, and and I started to get to that place of, like, concern, of fear. Yes. And yes. I can remember my brother, he came over and he spoke a word. My brother, Bishop Dejado Hansel. he spoke a word from the woman with the issue of blood. Mm-hmm. And he talked about her in a different light. Because he said she, after she was healed, she was no longer identified as the woman of the, with the issue of blood. Because really, she had no more issues and the thing that you went through in the past is not going to happen again and so that was like an aha moment i was like god you mean to tell me you sent this man over here my brother to tell me that just because it happened to me in the past doesn't mean it's going to happen again Mm -hmm. and so i shifted i shifted i started going through pain but i spoke the word when one time i had to go to the doctor and it may seem like oh it's triggering like Oh, the same thing happened again. I'm like, no, no, I ain't losing this one. Oh and God. people prophesied to me, but I'm like, but well, people prophesied to me other times, God, and the baby didn't come through. Right, right. Woo! That's something to deal with right there. But when you know that you know that you know that your God is able. That he is trustworthy, meaning that we could rely on him. We could trust him because he's not a man that he could lie. Every promise that he's given, I don't care how long it may seem to take, it's going to happen. It doesn't matter who said it can't happen if you just believe and know that my God loves me and because he loves me he wants good things for me he wants yeah. me to be blessed he wants me yeah. he wants to give me the desires of my heart because his word says that if I delight in him he grants him the desires of my heart so whatever your desire is if you present it to him you delight in him he's going to do it and right in the middle of a pandemic God blessed me with a beautiful baby boy and his name is Nathan it means gift from god So right in the midst of all this chaos and pain and frustration, God answered a prayer. And so I want to encourage someone that right in the midst of this pandemic, right in the midst of chaos, right in the midst of what may seem like everything is going wrong. God is going to answer your prayer. God is going to do what he said he would do. Don't 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 think that because it's taken so long and you know other people seem to be getting what I'm praying for. How they get it and they're not serving you like I'm serving you. And right. don't get into self-righteousness and oh, but I'm this and that and this person ain't this and that. Why you do that for them and you didn't do it for me? Yeah. Because my life is not my own. Nah. We sing that, yeah. But if we really believe that, that 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 I all that I am, from I was in my mother's womb, I was created to worship God. I was created to give him honor and glory. And if that means I must suffer, if that means I must cry, if that means I must be by myself, be lonely, be frustrated, be disappointed, if the end result is to give God glory, then God, here I am. Here I am. Use me. Fill me. Set me apart for you. It might
1: not feel good, but I know it's gonna work for my good. I'll, I'll tell you this, Amalia. I was just sharing this with um with the youth leaders that I work with last night, and I was telling them that I was complaining to God. I was like, God, you know, you know, how we go complaining to God. I just, I just just letting God have it, and He reminded me that years ago, years ago, you know how um we were always having, you know, these little. Things and the bottom of our emails, these little handles, things we would stick to at the bottom bar emails or whatever. Yeah. And for years, mine was uh, the scripture in Galatians that says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. And me So God was like, So, oh, you 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 want you want to put this scripture up to say this would you live in your life <laughs> by and you, you know you wanna make it seem like you all saved. You know, deep, but you don't want to live it. Oh my lord! You don't want to live it. You, mm. you don't want to be crucified with my son. Oh, you don't want me to live in you. And it was kind of like a okay, God, you ain't gonna be so shady, like you know, kind of moment for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I shared with them is that, like, you know, Scripture says comparison is the thief of joy. I no longer use other people's lives as my measuring stick to all of you who are out there. Those of you who listen listening and on the radio, you're tuning in on Facebook live. Listen, it is absolutely ludicrous to look at another person's life, especially if you are a believer looking at it. Yes. It is absolutely ludicrous for us to look and envy and compare and mm-hmm. feel why like or be Mm -hmm. jealous no no god sets Mm -hmm. the standard for our lives he sets the standard he sets the path i am absolutely convinced tamalia of the sovereignty of god i can be convinced of it because like you i'm sure there are some things that i have done tamalia i wouldn't want anybody to know about Mm -hmm. want anyone to know about. And there Mm -hmm. are some things that I've experienced in my life that I've watched God bring me through. And every time I get to the end of the thing, I see the sovereignty of God in that he allowed it to happen for a reason. Yes. Some way, somehow in him allowing me to pass through this situation, this circumstance, he has made it bless me yes he, he has caused the the pain he has caused the hurt he's caused the trauma to make me a better person he yes. always does it how he does it i don't get it I, I don't get it <laughs> it blows my mind every time mm-hmm. and so for for the women that are out there and you're listening to our conversation and you, you're hearing us say this i think it's so important for you to know that this is real that we're not telling you this because it's cliche because it's stuff that you say mm-hmm. in church um Tamaya, can I tell you I used to be I used to be bitter when I would hear stories like yours. I used to be bitter when I would hear women say, Well, you know, I trusted God and I believe God and I got a husband. I just feel like, mm-hmm. oh, man. <laughs> That's real. That is real. I don't yeah. want to hear. Keep, wow. So happy for you. Yeah. So happy. Moving right along. <laughs> I be like. I would just be like, no, no, I don't want to hear how you trusted God in your singleness. I'm not interested, especially if you, oh, no, I mm wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that. that. Mm -hmm. But God has, oh man, God has done such a work in my heart, like Mm -hmm. where, we we like to say that we believe god but we really don't we don't we really don't no nope. we love to say that we trust god we like to call ourselves christians we mm-hmm. love to say we walk by faith and, and not by sight but what what i've realized and what god has taught me is that there is absolute listen there is absolutely no other guarantee other than what god has said there's no other guarantee there is no there is no other way that you know for sure that this thing that you're trying to do you're you're trying to manipulate it with your own power that it's going to work you have to hold on to the truth of god's word no matter what you're facing i listened to you talk about how the fear was there but you had to speak the truth of god's word i think sometimes we forget that we forget that when God spoke, he spoke to create things. He didn't Mm -hmm. have a conversation so he Mm -hmm. could be heard. When in the beginning, he said, let there be and there was. So if God said you are going to get married, you're going to have a child. If he said your marriage is going to work, if he says Mm -hmm. that this child that you have is supposed to be a blessing in the kingdom, whatever Mm -hmm. it is that God has said concerning you, he didn't say it to get you excited. He Mm -hmm. didn't say it just to give you hope he didn't say it because he didn't have anything better to do he Come said on. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. He is the creator God. That's who he is. And if it came out of his mouth, it is going to manifest. It is going to happen. Something that I heard T.D. Jake say last week, I was listening to the Potter's Touch last week, and this thing caused me to open up my Bible and dig into some stuff because I was so free, Tamalia. I I can't tell you. I felt like I could run through troops leap over walls. I felt like the Hulk in a female body. No joke. Mm. He said, he said that if we really, really understand who the enemy is, we wouldn't be so fearful. Mm. And he said, do you understand that Satan has delegated authority as a fallen angel? He does not have the power to create. He can only manipulate. Mm. And he talked he talked about how we give him too much. That's know, right. You give him too much shine. Yeah. And after that, after I heard him say that, I, I kid you not, I went into scripture and I just started digging and I was just reading. Um, um, I don't know if you know this about me, Tamaya, but I'm, I'm a Bible college graduate. So I love scripture. I love theology. It's one of the things that That's I'm passionate awesome. about. I love, I love telling people about God, about the truth of who he is. I love it. It's mm-hmm. something that I'm passionate about. I love diving deep into scripture and deep into concepts and into spiritual things and finding out truths to yes. I just love it. It just excites me. And so yes. I was digging deep into this and I was searching and I was like, hold on, wait a minute, hold on now. And I was going back to moments where like, I was literally in the midst of an attack from the enemy. I knew it because we, mm-hmm. we, know, we know as believers, we yeah. know, you know, under attack. And I thought about those moments of how fearful I was uh, about conversations, what I would have. And I tell people, well, I gave the enemy access to my life. And I said, hold on, wait a minute. I have the authority. He doesn't get in unless I let him in. Mm -hmm. He can't do whatever it is that he wants to do unless I give him permission. The power Mm -hmm. is in me. Jesus says the same power, (laughs) that quickened, that quickened, that, that raised Jesus from the dead quickens our mortal bodies. Yeah. So the authority, the authority that Jesus had to raise from the dead is the power and the authority that I have. I have the ability to give angels assignments. Satan is a fallen angel, right? Mm-hmm. I have the ability to give angels assignments. I have the ability to say to my angels, okay, I need you to go to my house while I'm not mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And I need to stand guard around my house to make sure that no one infiltrates that right. area i have the ability to say to angels okay i'm about to go to sleep while i am sleeping guard my home keep my mind keep my body war on my behalf i have the ability to say to my angels i have a loved one who's going through a trial or tribulation go and minister to that loved one that dear one of mine i have the power and the authority to say that so how How is it that I'm so afraid of this fallen angel who is a jealous ex with that's right. That's right. We don't realize the power that we have. Oh my gosh. And can I tell you, I got so excited and I was like, oh, I about to go for Satan Today, today, Mm -hmm. today. And I just started to pray and I just started to, I mean, like every area of my life, of the lives of my family members, of the people connected to me where I saw him just running rampant and running wild, I just started to break and tear down and uproot and cast out because I was like, whoever told you, whoever told you, whoever gave you access, I'm here to revoke it. Mm -hmm because I have this power, and this authority on the inside of me. And um, it it was so crazy, because it took just one little, just one little phrase from a man of God, like just one little thing that so lifted me, so encouraged me, so challenged me as well to, to realize that like, We, oh man, we don't know. We don't know what it is that we have on the inside of us. Like you said, it's the thing that we look back in hindsight almost every time and see, look, how did I make it through it? How did I get Mm -hmm. through that? How did I triumph through that? It is the power of God on the inside of us. Whether you, listen, whether you are a believer or not, Mm -hmm. whether you are a believer or not, what I love about it is that the way that God describes it, he talks about how we breathe the breath of God into into Adam's nostrils and man became a living soul. So we understand that a human, a human, wherever you are, male, female, or whatever all them other things y'all be identifying yourselves (laughs) as now in 2020. Um, You know, male, female, you have the breath of God on the inside of you. You have the breath of God on the inside of you. you. You have the spirit of God on the inside of you whether or not you want to believe it because man is body soul and spirit. So you have the spirit now whether you whether you want to receive the manifestation of the spirit of God that's on you. Right, a believer. But every single one of us has a spirit on the inside of us. And what I love about it how Paul says it. Paul says that he has placed his spirit on the inside of us that cries out to him, Abba Father. Mm-hmm. Why I love that so much to Maya is because, because it's his spirit on the inside of me that cries out to him, Abba, Father. He has to respond. Yes, <laughs> that's respond good. Because yeah. it's it's not about. And I, I hear people say this all the time. I hear people preach this that you know when I pray, God responds to me. Actually, no, that's not true. He's responding to himself. He mm. placed inside of you to cry out to him yeah and so I say all that to say this I say all that to say this to that woman or, or out there who is looking at her situation and rehearsing what she is seeing from a negative place change your language yeah change your language change your language with the confidence and the empowerment that when you speak you speak creatively Yes. Speak with the ability to, to not only just communicate what you want to see, not only just rehearse the truth of God's word, but you speak with the power to have manifestation. You Mm -hmm. speak, you speak with the power of God. Yeah. Signing on the inside of you, the -hmm. situations and circumstances that we face in life do not define us
2: they do not,
1: they do not. oh
2: someone needs to hear that they
1: because do. you can you can go through things
2: and think that because I went through these bad things maybe you were physically or sexually abused and you start to feel like oh well there's something wrong with me no 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 what you've gone through does not define you say it What you went through, the pain, the frustration, the disappointment, that's not because you're a bad person. And sometimes I realize, you know, sometimes we think that something is punishment, but it's actually process. Now, if I looked at my miscarriages as punishment and not process, what I would do is I would be angry with God. Yes. Why are you punishing me? But when you realize it's process, you know that a process has a beginning, a middle and an end. So, I might be in the beginning or the middle right now of the pain. You might be in the middle of your pain, but listen, baby, hold on. Don't give up. Don't let go. Yes, you may cry. Yes, you may feel discouraged sometimes, but you get back up again. I would cry myself to sleep. Then the next morning, I get up with a praise. I get up with my worship because when you realize that God is faithful, and that he is not a man he he can lie and even in your brokenness the, the bible says that the lord is near to the brokenhearted so what that told me was that even in the midst of all this pain you mean i'm closer to him than i was before ah. That when you go through fire, you come out on fire. When you go through the, the heat, you come out on fire. And so we don't realize that when we go through these things, it's not God abandoning us and saying, oh, I don't want to be with you. God says that he is, he'll never leave us. Oh, he'll never forsake us. So even in the midst of the pain, even in the midst of financial issues, marital issues, feeling like you'll never meet the right person, going through infertility issues, Whatever your issue is, loss of a loved one, whatever your issue is, God says, I got you. God Mm -hmm. says, I'm right there for you. I haven't left you. I haven't abandoned you. And if you just wait on me and waiting is a hard thing to do, but wait on the Lord, be of good courage and Mm -hmm. he will strengthen your heart. When you wait on God, he will deliver you. He will do it exceedingly, Mm -hmm. abundantly above all you could ever ask or, or, or think. So what I thought I would get in my husband, I got even better glory to god what i thought i would get in, in this bundle of joy i got even better what you go through can't compare to what you're going to
1: oh that's good that, that is good that is so good i listen i just i want to i want to echo what you said because as you were speaking something came to mind too um we we shunned it in the church oh my god thank you father we shun it in the church so much. And and, I, and, and we, I, I, I'm always careful when I talk about these things because you don't ever want to seem like you're um, approving the wrong that people do. You know, we have to be careful as believers. We don't want to okay the wrong that people do. But as you were speaking, what I heard was even, even those of us as women who have found ourselves in adulterous relationships, mm-hmm. that does not define you.
2: No, it doesn't. It doesn't it does define you. Look at what Jesus did. When they picked up the stones to stone the woman, what did he do? He came to her rescue. See, because sometimes we have to forgive ourselves for things that we've done. We've all done something we're not proud of, but we have to forgive ourselves. Why? Because God has already forgiven you. Don't beat yourself up. for things you did five, 10 years ago, even a minute ago, don't beat Mm -hmm. yourself up. God's blood covers that. He loves you in spite of it. He loves
1: you in spite of it. I love how Paul says it. Paul says, I'm forgetting that which is behind. I press toward the mark. Mm -hmm. No condemnation. Exactly. And the thing that um, one of my youth leaders, he reminded me of this morning in his devotional, he said, think about who Paul was and the the power behind that statement when he says he has to forget what's behind him because... Mm -hmm. We know paul paul is the apostle no no mm-hmm. matter how, how many other people take that title for yeah. the rest of the ages of this world mm-hmm. paul is the apostle okay yeah yes he's he <laughs> called the apostle after being the one who persecuted christians mm-hmm. for him yeah. to say that i have to i have to forget that which was behind me. Mm-hmm. And now I listen, the same thing that I was persecuting and I was saying, no, don't, don't follow this man, no, mm-hmm. this is crazy, no killing people. Mm-hmm. I'm now telling you, listen, forget all of that. Right. Let's, let's actually, yeah, like actually no, he was right. Um, mm-hmm. so what he was speaking was true, and mm-hmm. and now, yeah, come go with me. follow Mm -hmm. follow me as I follow Christ those are those are his words and I thought about that today I was like wow like that's that's true like the person Mm -hmm. who who we all read his writings and we're in awe of what he says and and we're just like yeah like wow God is speaking through this man wow yes this is wow this is the spirit of God this is God this is God speaking through his writings if he can forget Mm -hmm. the fact that you, uh, there was a point in time where he did not believe anything Jesus had to say was true, or anything about mm-hmm. him was true, mm-hmm. and he can now say it as truth. Yes. I
0: feel like we could
1: go through anything. Yes, absolutely. I feel like we could forget anything. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just I I'm I'm desperate for us as women to to stop judging one another and to free one another to go through, like you said, process, to go yeah. through, to, to make mistakes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But to come out on the end victorious. We are definitely out of time, Tamaya. We need to wrap up. This conversation was so good. This is so refreshing. I enjoyed um, it. <laughs> this was so great. We had a um, every a lot of amens, a lot of hallelujahs, a lot of glory to God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who are tuned in? Thank you to all of you who are tuned in online. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, but we definitely, we definitely want to bring this conversation to a close. I want to say, I want to say to you, thank you so much, Tamalia. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, thank you for for being transparent. It's one of the things that, um, unfortunately, we don't see as much in the body of Christ as we should. Um, and so I want to thank you for for your transparency. Um, we have we have shared both of us, but I want I want to give you an opportunity to speak directly to to the woman who's listening now, or maybe even to the man who's listening to whoever um, has an ear to. To encourage them, encourage them, um, whatever it is you want to say to them. For those who may be looking at their lives now, not just dealing with this whole COVID thing, but just looking at their lives now with even the personal situations and circumstances that they're experiencing. Um, Those who may be in it, those who may be at the beginning of it, those who are like so close to their breakthrough, they don't even know and they're ready to give up. Encouraging words to them. Mm -hmm.
2: I want to say to everyone that's listening that what you're going through right now did not take God by surprise. And when you realize that and you truly believe that God has the perfect plan for your life, Mm -hmm. you may not realize that good will come out of it. But he promised that everything works together for your good. It may not feel good. It didn't feel good when I was going through all the miscarriages or it didn't feel good when the gun was being pointed at me. It didn't feel good that you went through um, physical abuse or emotional or sexual abuse as a child. But God said that at the end of this thing, he, there will be glory after this. Yep. That that what you're going through will bring you to another level. And this level, you will laugh again. You yep. will love again. You will celebrate again. There's something there's coming a breakthrough so big that it will blow your mind. But the truth of the matter is you cannot look at what you see in the natural. You have to open up your spiritual eyes. You have to have hope again. You have to believe again. And know that God, I trust you in the midst of this pain. I trust you in the midst of the pandemic. I trust you in the midst of the unknown, and the uncertainties. I trust you in the midst of people lying on me, betraying me. I trust you when I don't see you. I trust you. And know that God will do just what he said he will do. He's not a man that he can lie his promises his prophecies every word that he spoke over your life yes it may take some time yes it may not happen in your time but it will happen in a perfect time and you'll be ready for it and you will celebrate it i know that god never left you
1: glory to god thank you so much tamaya listen tell us where we can find your books um, and give us information how persons can get in touch with you if yeah, I want you to come and speak to an event. I know it's not happening right now because you know <laughs> you gotta, you know, you gotta make sure to be, be the mother and it's yes. time to be a mommy. So yeah, uh, I'll please everything. Tell <laughs> please tell us how we can find your books and how person persons can get in touch with you.
2: Yes, you can. First of all, look up look me up on Facebook, Serena's Secrets, Serena's okay. Secrets on Facebook, mm-hmm. and this is my first book. Serena's Secrets, Confessions of a Single Lady, Mm -hmm. and then this is my book, The Power of Peace. Now, if you're going through any mind battle, any anxiety, any uncertainty, this is a time for this book, The Power of Peace. Everybody needs a copy of this. This will help you get through, and you can find it at Quality Fabrics Mm -hmm. on Mount Royal Avenue and also at Great Commission Ministries on Wolf Road.
1: Awesome. Thank you so, so, so much. Um, For those of you, um, we got, we got a comment actually to Maya. They said that that there needs to be a part two of this conversation. So we definitely (laughs) will have to look at getting you back at some point in time soon. Um, I would love that. We would just, oh man, just, just want to encourage every single one of you out there, whatever it is that you are desiring and believing God for, don't give up. Don't give up. Do not lose hope um there is there's someone who is actually on my mind right now I'm not gonna call her name but she shared she shared a story with me off air and she she sent me an inbox message one day on Facebook and she's like Marisha I feel you I understand where you're coming from and she has come to my mind right now so I definitely need to reach out to her but um Mm -hmm. if she's listening there listen there is a man out there for you yes I hope she's listening I think she knows I'm talking to her there is a man of God out there for you, and he is coming very soon. Yes. And for you too, Marisha. <laughs> I receive. He I will receive. be worth the wait. I receive. And so, um, and not just to the single ladies, to the married women out there who may be struggling in your marriage, or um, for those of you who may, you know, you may found you may have found yourself in an adulterous relationship, you're trying to get out. Um, like Tamalia mentioned, you might be might be um recovering from an abusive situation or still struggling with abuse from your past, wherever it is you find yourself, you may be struggling with your sexuality, wherever you find yourself, whatever it is that you may be struggling with, you are not alone and be confident of this, like be confident of this. God is going to do, I like, I hate that church has made these things so cliche because yeah, it's leaping on the inside of me when I say it. And I'm like, God, I know that I'm the one that gives information and you, the spirit of God has to bring revelation. But I pray that when Tamalia says it and that when I say it, like you hear it, God mm-hmm. is going to do what he said he would do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, as human beings, because sometimes we could be so flippant and callous with our words, people can't mm-hmm. hold on to that. But God is not like us. He's not mm-hmm. like us. And if, if he actually took the effort to say this thing concerning you, know that it is going to happen it is going Mm -hmm. to come to pass in the most beautiful way I love how scripture says he gives beauty for ashes and he gives oil the oil of joy the oil of gladness for every sorrow every every hurt every pain every situation so know that there is beauty Um, a songwriter says there will be glory after this yes you can expect you can expect to see beauty in your life Yes, we said that life could be unfair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Satan is a jealous ex, but mm-hmm. there is beauty. There mm-hmm. is so much beauty in our lives and who God has called us to be and what he has planned for us. His plans are good. Mm-hmm. So we just want to encourage you all with, with these words today, Manta to listen, I feel like I was sitting down on the couch having a conversation with my girlfriend today. Um, I loved it. <laughs> you we gotta here. do it again marisha i Absolutely. love talking to you we must do it again um you lifted me so much so i want to say thank you thank you so much and i'm definitely definitely going out to get those books today i go and looking for those books today so i can tell me what you think of them (laughs) i will definitely do that so listen for those of you who've been tuned in on radio thank you so much for tuning into girl talk our facebook live listeners thank you so much for tuning in we'll be back again next week monday with another session of girl talk i pray that you tune in and um for those of you that are watching this re-watching this um afterwards Thank you so much for tuning in. We're, op- we're also on podcast as well. So to our podcast subscribers and listeners, thank you so much, so much for finding our conversation worthwhile. To be able to be a blessing to you, to be able to lift you, man, listen, it's just a humbling privilege. I'm hoping Natalia will be back in studio with me next week and we get to do this all over again. Until next week, y'all gotta go. Love y'all so, 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 so much. Y'all. Hot, fire, Let's go I did it all for the
0: first time. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo With Pepperoni, Canadian Bacon And Hardwood Smoked Bacon And the Chipotle Bacon Duo With Canadian Bacon and Chipotle Seasoned Bacon